More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The CDC has just got owned for lying to you about the risk of having your kids in school. And the dominoes are starting to fall. Now, this has all happened not because of parents. This has all started to happen because of children. And this may be the most inspiring part of these lockdowns is seeing children, unfortunately, having more guts to push authority than the actual parents are doing in this country. And it clearly is inspiring others to take on these big, you know, tyrants that were not elected by anyone. The Fauci's, the CDC's, all of these other groups that have decided that they can have all this power that they can give you. I'll give you an example of just some of the headlines that have come out. And I want you to really think about this because rarely does a headline kind of shock me or take me back anymore because... I mean, hell, I was a commentator at CNN for seven years. You saw bias like you've never seen before. But even this headline was one of those where I, I looked at it and I was like, wow. Wow, this is, this is really bad. There's a new headline on the main page last night of CNN's website. And the headline reads, CDC gives limited freedoms to fully vaccinate it. When did the CDC get any authority legally in this country to decide what freedoms I can and cannot have? They're not elected by anyone. This is what a power grab sounds and looks like. Now, back to these kids. The kids are figuring out that they can actually hold some of these leaders accountable by just saying, "Okay, we get it. We understand what motivates you. It's money. What gives you power and control is the purse strings. And we, as kids, have the ability to fight back by saying we're not going to show up for online learning. You guys lose money in states. We've seen this with sports now where kids are saying, "Okay, you're not going to let us play sports in school. Fine. What we're going to do is not show up for class. And then guess what happened? All of a sudden, all the spring sports that we canceled and are the fall sports are now going to be played in the spring. You have school districts that are laying down quickly to the kids because the parents didn't have the guts to go to war with them, which they should have done months ago. Well, now there's an amazing article that just came out in the USA Today. 
And what it says is the CDC has misrepresented our research on opening schools. This is coming from multiple doctors, Dr. Tara Henderson, Dr. Monica uh, Gandhi, Dr. Tracy Beth Hogue, Dr. Daniel Johnson. These four doctors who are co- uh, contributors, writers to the USA Today network of newspapers under USA Today has now come out and been bold today saying the CDC is lying. They, they don't use the word lying. They use the word misrepresented our research. No, they're lying about your research on opening the schools. And these four doctors have said that we should loosen the rules now and get kids back in school. These four doctors, and I truly believe they're being inspired by the kids that are fighting back, not the adults, because adults have become wusses in this country. The children are realizing we can get back in the classroom. It is safe to get back in the classroom. We can do sports, and it is safe to do sports, and we're not taking it any longer. They're going to war with the adults. Their own parents aren't doing anything. These doctors, I think, understood this, and now they're mad at the CDC because the CDC, who has no power to tell you what you can and cannot do, When it comes to being elected, again, go back to the CNN headline. Their headline on their main page, their home page, is CDC gives limited freedoms to fully vaccinated. When did the CDC have the right to give me my freedoms or take away my freedoms? When did the CDC get the power and the authority? I want to see it in the Constitution. I want to see it in our laws where the CDC has the right to to limit or give me limited freedom. It doesn't exist. Back to these four doctors in this amazing USA Today article. Keeping schools closed or even partially closed, based on what we know now, is harming children, the four doctors write. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. That's how they start their article off, and then they quote Franklin Delano Roosevelt. The recent school reopening guidance released by the CDC and prevention is an example of fear influencing and resulting in misrepresentation of science and a harmful policy these four doctors penned today in the USA Today. In the United States, about half of schools are either in person or a hybrid. President Joe Biden ran out on a campaign indicating that science and data would guide his policies. Now, we know that Joe Biden is not doing his policies or guidance based on the data, even though he promised that, because he's doing whatever the hell the liberals and the socialists and the teachers unions tell him to do. Joe Biden said, I'm going to open the schools back up. He ran on opening the schools back up. A lot of people voted for him because he said he was going to open up the schools. He was going to make decisions based on science. But when it came down to it, what has happened? The complete opposite of that. He's not he's not doing anything based on science. He's doing things, everything based on the socialists and the unions and what they say, which is we don't want to go back to school because we're getting paid a ton of money to sit at home and we are going to continue to stay home. This goes back to the, the, the teachers unions in Los Angeles yesterday being busted on their own message board saying, hey, guys, make sure you don't post pictures of you out in groups for spring break. Don't post pictures of you traveling. Certainly don't post pictures of you in foreign countries or traveling internationally. If you do, it'll be used against us for people that say we are, it's safe to open our schools. Kind of hard for us to defend if all of you are vacationing with a bunch of people who are traveling outside the country, and all the teachers are like, oh, yes, that's right, great point. Oh, yes, I, I'm so stupid. And by the way, these are the people teaching your children. 
that they have to actually be reminded of this crap and think it's brilliant when someone reminds them of this crap. Think about that. And these teachers are like, oh, great point. Oh, thank you. Yes, that'll save us. You're right. That we, we that that'll absolutely save us. Brilliant point. Because as teachers know, it's safe to go back to school. They're just not going back to school because there's power in numbers, and the parents are refusing to stand up to the kid to to these teachers and to the unions, and so is the president. So back to these brave doctors that have finally come out saying this is crap. The recent school opening guidance released by the CDC, they say, is a policy totally based on fear, influencing and resulting in misrepresentation of the science. It is a harmful policy. In the United States, we can reopen. Biden said that we were going to make decisions based on science. He's not doing it. These, these, these doctors write. As we approach the anniversary of the first COVID-19 shutdown, this approach is needed more than ever, especially when it comes to schools. Like in so many states, California and Illinois schools are being hamstrung by the CDC guidance because the CDC guidance is being used by these unions to say, oh, no, you can't open back up safely. The doctors continue to write the guidance does not take into account the data we have regarding little disease transmission in schools. Nor, although the guidance cites the work performed across Wisconsin districts, performed by our group and published in the Mortality Weekly Report, does it take the data and new analysis from the data set into account? In other words, these doctors are accusing the CDC of purposely lying and misleading the public so that schools have some sort of line they can say, see, the CDC says it's not safe, so therefore we ain't showing up for work. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. These teachers that are refusing to come back to work who are using the CDC numbers have also come out with another story. And I'm going to give you a side note because this is the other part that I've been yelling about for months now about what's happening. These public school kids are not in the classroom. There is a new opinion piece that also came out in the USA Today. You ready for this? Teachers now are coming out saying it's unfair to give kids tests amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. Teachers are now demanding that standardized testing be canceled amid COVID-19 pandemic. And they say if we standardize test these kids, it will do it, it, this will do kids and teachers more harm than good. I'm not kidding. They say, quote, testing now will provide flawed data, increase stress and distract from efforts to keep students safe and repair the education damage caused by COVID. Are you kidding me? This is what you're now writing. You're, you're, these, these teachers unions know exactly what I know and what the kids know, and what some of the parents are finally admitting. That is, we are, are, are failing our kids in a way that will, will have consequences for decades, maybe these kids' entire lives. And they know, these teachers know, that if we actually do a standardized test this year, that so many of these kids are going to be so far behind that then parents will be activated and be livid and it will give political clout for others to say, we got to get these kids back in school and we made this go on for far too long. And what are you doing to our kids' lives besides destroying them, teachers' unions? And it would actually turn the country possibly against these scumbag teachers' unions. So now they're trying to Jedi mind trick you into believing that standardized testing amid the COVID-19 pandemic will do kids and teachers more harm than good. How does it do a kid harm to have a standardized test that shows just how bad the education is they've been receiving over the last year? I would argue that's exactly what we need so that we can then say this is exactly why we need to open back up. Now let's go back to the CDC and the doctors for a moment. Here's what the doctors said. Keeping schools closed or even partially closed based on what we know now is unwarranted. It's harming children and has become a human rights issue. That is what the doctors write in the USA Today article today. Then they go on to list the facts, the facts about COVID in the school. Here are the facts, the doctors say. First, children are not as at significant risk of poor outcomes from COVID-19. As of Tuesday, 288 children have died from the disease in the United States of America compared to more than a half million Americans that have died of, of the half million Americans that have died in this country. I think we're at 530,000 people that have died from COVID in America. Only 288 of them were children. And remember, to be classified as children, that means 18 or younger. So this includes 0 to 17-year-olds, all the way up to your birthday at 18. You compare this, the doctors say, with more than 500,000 adults who have died. While the death of any child is devastating, this is similar to the numbers who die numbers of children who die from influenza each year. So in other words, we are on pace with COVID to have about the same number of childhood deaths as we do with the flu every year, which means that we don't shut down schools for the flu. So why the hell are we shutting down our schools because of COVID? The doctors go on to say in COVID-19 deaths in children and adolescents are magnitude smaller than deaths from suicide in this country which have been driven through the roof by school closures. Coronavirus in children can cause potentially damaging and dangerous complications. Example, multi-inflammatory syndrome in children, also called MIS-C. 
But this is very rare and is, and in rarely all cases, treatable. The doctors also say this. Second, viral spread of COVID-19 is minimal in schools with appropriate safety precautions. Even in communities with a high disease prevalence. Because that's the argument the union teachers can say is, well, hold on, in this zip code, we have a high number of people infected, so that's why we can't open these inner city schools, right? That's the argument these teachers' unions are using. So they, these doctors put that aside, saying even in communities with a high disease prevalence, significantly higher than the CDC red zone, that the CDC suggests middle and high schools be at all virtual and elementary schools be hybrid if you're in a, quote, red zone. Dr. Hogue, one of the authors of this article, led a study of 4,876 grade K through 12 students and 654 staff members in the Wisconsin school districts last fall. COVID-19 test positivity rates reached 41.6% in the community during the study. So the community where these schools were you had a positive a COVID-19 test positivity rate of those getting tested at 41.6%. That's that's like hell on earth if you're looking at a map based on COVID results. The doctor writes, notably, despite the majority of ventilation systems not being replaced, which is one of the demands of the teachers' unions. Again, the teachers' union are demanding that, that the ventilation systems must be replaced before they go back to work. And, and, and this doctor is saying, notably, despite the majority of ventilation systems not being replaced, with 92% of students wearing masks and no masks being worn during recess, and with variable distancing, there were only seven students, seven students, five children, grades K through six, and two in grades seven through 12. Here's the other part. Zero staff members contracted the virus in schools. Zero in Wisconsin, where they did this study of 4,876 kids k through 12 and 654 staff members in wisconsin school districts they were in areas that were considered like the epicenter of covid spreading populations not a single staff member got covid in school the doctors go on to write similar experiences are being published from north carolina south carolina chicago and other cities and counties that are showing the exact same consistency in the numbers the doctors go on to write, third, no science supports mandating six feet of distance with children wearing masks. Let me say that again. No science, the doctors say, supports mandating six feet of distance with children wearing masks. A six-foot distance between students creates space constraints for schools to open in, in their entirety. There is data supporting at least six, excuse me, there is data, the doctors say, supporting at least three feet of distancing. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, these four doctors that have penned this article in USA Today, one of them, Dr. Hogue, in his study found that more than 90% of elementary school children were less than six feet apart in the classroom. And while eating, 80% of grades 7 through 12 were six feet apart in classrooms, but less in hallways and while eating as well. Recently, the CDC cited data of clusters of COVID-19 cases in Georgia. These doctors are now calling out the CDC saying, you guys are lying. In this study, students set less than three feet apart, not just less than six feet apart. There were small groups and small group instruction sessions in which teachers sat next to the students, and many did not wear masks or wore them inappropriately. The study also shows, which the CDC decided to omit. These doctors say, look, states are getting the message and passing rules allowing for three to six feet of spacing in schools using masking. Why hasn't the CDC updated their guidance? The doctors go on to say, fourth, despite the fear mongering, these are doctors words. Okay, this is not a political article. These are actual doctors and researchers who are the best in the country who have teamed up together to say the CDC is misleading the American people and they're lying to you and they're using this data inappropriately that we came up with. They're using our own data as researchers and taking it out of context to screw the American people and our kids because they don't want to go back to school and they don't want to teach. The doctors go on to write forth, despite fear-mongering regarding variants in America, we have not seen evidence that variants are spreading through in-person school learning. The researchers go on to look at France, Spain, Switzerland, and Belgium. They have all demonstrated that K-12 schools can remain fully open safely even as the United Kingdom variant became dominant in the UK. Moreover, Masks and over three feet distancing will protect against variants like it does against all forms of the virus. Therefore, at this time, variants are not reasons to keep the schools closed, which is the one of the things that has been quoted over and over again by the teachers unions. In conclusion, in the USA Today article today, a very brave article by these doctors. Vaccination is one of the ways for teachers and staff Vaccination is expected to work against the variants. 
There are two major arms of the immune system, antibodies and T-cells. Vaccines work in multiple ways, most by introducing antibodies that usually provide more short-term protection or protection from mild illness. The COVID-19 vaccines also generate strong T-cell immunity directed against the virus. These T-cells work against multiple parts of the virus, including those that are conserved across very conserved across variants of the virus. The doctors going to write a recent paper shows the ability of COVID-19 specific T-cells to protect against multiple variants, in other words, mutations of the COVID-19 virus. School closure comes with long-term individual and social costs, the doctors go on to say. Many children cannot effectively learn. They cannot learn social engagement with groups, how to socialize, to be active, eat healthy food, or get support until school physically reopens. Children with special needs and from disadvantaged backgrounds are in general paying the largest price, the doctors say. And most private schools, districts are open for in-person instruction. The divide between the have and have-nots is exponentially growing, which is exactly what I've been telling you for months. The private school kids are so far ahead now, I mean so far ahead of the public school kids, it's not even funny. And this is going, the data is going to come out, and the data is going to be massive. I'm just telling you this. The data is going to be huge and damning, and it's going to show that the teachers' unions put their own personal laziness ahead of these kids. It's going to have lasting repercussions for these generations for years to come. As most private schools, they say, have opened, they've had no issues. We are observing a significant, they also say, psychological epidemic in children with depression and anxiety due to the isolation associated with school closure. We are seeing a massive uptick in suicidal behaviors, they say. Subsequently, lost wages as well for families are now translating into real poverty, eviction and food insecurity. Recent research assessed there are greater risks to life expectancy with schools closed versus staying open. Finally, the doctors say we must act for children and we can do this while keeping staff and teachers safe. This can be accomplished by appropriate distancing, masking, hygiene, Increasing ventilation when possible, but not mandated, all of which can be achieved readily and immediately in classrooms and schools. Teachers and staff will have increased safety when vaccinated, and the Biden administration has prioritized this group. The best way to overcome fear is to follow the science, the doctors say, and the science shows we can safely open our schools now for full-time non-hybrid learning and keep them open. Now, if you think these doctors aren't qualified, let me tell you who they are. I want you to know who these doctors are calling out the CDC and the teachers unions for doing what they're doing. Dr. Tara Henderson is a professor of pediatric and interim chief of pediatric hematology, oncology, and stem cell transplantation at the University of Chicago, Comer Children's Hospital. She was a 2018 presidential leadership scholar. Doctor number two. To write this article, Dr. Monica Gandhi is a professor of medicine, associate division of chief of the division of HIV infectious diseases and global medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. She is the director of the U.S. UC, excuse me, the UCSF Center for AIDS Research. 
These are not just like act average people. These are like the best. The third doctor, Dr. Tracy Methog, is a physical medicine and rehabilitation specialist, epidemiologist at the University of California Davis in sports medicine at Northern California Orthopedic Associates. She is the senior author of the 2020 study on transmission of COVID-19 in the Wood County, Wisconsin schools. Dr. Daniel Johnson, the last doctor in this op-ed, is a professor of pediatrics, chief of pediatric infectious diseases and academic pediatrics at the University of Chicago Comer Children's Hospital. He's a member of the Illinois Department of Public Health's COVID school work group. He also co-led the Illinois chapter of the American Academy of Pediatrics Task Force on Return to School. These are the best and the brightest doctors who are saying to the CDC, how dare you take our research and manipulate it and change what it actually says? How dare you? Listen to what they say in their own words. Their own words are, are very, 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 very clear. The best way to overcome fear is to follow the science. And the science shows we can safely open our schools now for full-time non-hybrid learning and keep them open. The data in their article makes it very, very, very clear as well. The data in this article shows that more kids are dying from suicide than COVID. The data also shows, that again, their, their data here, okay, their research 288 children have died from the disease in the United States of America out of more than 500,000 adults that have died. They say these similars are almost, these numbers are almost identical to the number of children who die every year from the flu. And we've, we don't shut down our schools because of the flu. So you have to ask yourself this question. What the hell is going on? It's one thing, folks. You've got lazy AWS union teachers that don't want to go back to work and they know it's safe and they don't want to go back to work because it's easier to sit at home and do nothing. The same teachers now who are now coming out with their own articles in the USA Today saying standardized testing amid COVID-19 pandemic will do kids and teachers more harm than good. They say testing now will produce flawed data. No, it won't. It'll tell us the truth. It'll tell us that our kids have not gotten an education from you scumbags for the last year while you've been getting paid. You don't want the standardized testing to happen because you know what happens. Even the U.S. Department of Education has quietly released guidance that will require states to conduct standardized testing for this school year. And these unions say, no, 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 you can't do this. This is going to hurt millions of students. This is going to put their lives at risk. You can't do this. And the reason why they don't want this test given is because the test will show just how selfish these public school teachers and these unions actually were. I'm going to keep following this story for you because it's important. Also, don't forget, please tell others about our podcast. Uh, it's really, really, really important that you tell others about our podcast. Uh, as we have been kicked off Facebook, we would greatly appreciate it if you would tell others about us uh, and spread the word. Take a copy of our, of our podcast. Send the link to your family and friends. And let them know about our podcast. And we'll keep doing everything we can uh, to fight back against this insanity that's going on right now. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.